Cellar Dwellers, episode 10. We are back, baby boys. Everyone, how are we feeling? How has everyone been hanging out over the past week? A lot of sports we're going to get into later today, but how are we starting off, boys? How is everyone feeling? Kyle, in your work gear, how was work? Work was not bad. I thought, well, it was, uh, I got a free rain jacket today because it was raining. Huh? I didn't have one, so my boss flung me a, a nice raincoat, probably now the most expensive piece of clothing that I own, so that's, that's pretty sweet. So how are the are the courses all? I mean, you're all golfing now. How are the are the courses getting crowded? Yeah, my work was real busy today because like the uh, dining opened up where people can sit outside now. So people are coming and like some are coming just for dining, but a lot of people are like golfing and then they'll get done and then go eat and just be there forever. Yeah. So how 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 can we forget? Uh, you had a birthday yesterday. Well, I'll just say happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kyle. Happy birthday to you. Oh, I'm blushing. Thanks. <laughs> I hope I serenaded you. How was your birthday, though, buddy? Good. Real relaxing one. Uh, my mom actually had work, so we're just celebrating it on uh, Father's Day. Me and my dad will have a dual split oh. day. Yeah, but getting lobsters on Sunday. Gonna have my dad's gonna make some nice lobsters, some surf and turf. I can't eat lobster. I'm allergic. No oh, shelter. oh shelter. shit, dude! I'm sorry, shelter. man. Yeah. Shit. How about Zambi? You got the stash. Uh, we thought your rock summer stash 2020. No I more. might be. I might be all year round stash. Indefinitely. No yeah. more beard. Nah, no more beard. I, I've. <sighs> I think it uh, it keeps me more honest. I can see how fat my face is getting, so I can keep myself in check better with the mustache. Yeah, and uh, the beards are probably high maintenance. I mean, I wouldn't know, but... Yeah, I also have always had this thing where I get dry skin on my chin, and it's easier to take care of that without without a beard. Well, the beard, it would the cover mustache allows easier access, so... Well, yeah, you can pull off a mustache, too. I feel like if you can pull off a mustache, you, like, have to have one. You'd be, like, doing a disservice if you didn't have one. <laughs> yeah, you're one of the few people I think can rock a stash. Stashes. Yeah. I don't, you don't see many stashes anymore nowadays, do you? Nah. Yeah, most people go. It made like, a little comeback, I feel like. I yeah. feel like quarantine brought back, like made a lot of people try it. And then like, yeah. like me, they're kind of like, oh. I, I'm starting to just need a whole, I mean, I not facial hair, but I just need a haircut. I haven't gotten a cut in months and it's getting yeah, long and obnoxious. I, I, I just got I, one Yes. I got one yesterday from my, not the guy I usually go to, my mom's hairdresser. Yeah, you Way you too a, short. As I say, you have a hat on. Short. You have a hat on right yeah, now. Way, way too <laughs> that's short. That's it. Yeah, not, come on. Bring it out. Take the headphones off. Oh, that, like, that's short. That's that short. That's I feel short. like I just got like a military cut. It's Yeah, there's not, that's <laughs> no, shorter than that's, your normal hair. Yeah, yeah. Not terrible. Could be worse. Fun of boot camp. Could be worse. <laughs> Parker, your hair's growing back in. The mullet's over now, huh, buddy? Yeah, it's over. I'm, uh, But I didn't touch the top, so it's still long on the top but that's it all right well got plenty to get to today as usual i always said oh oh, go ahead kyle sorry i had one more thing about birthdays because my birthday was yesterday 22 absolutely irrelevant birthday number oh yeah we gotta someone's gotta be done to like cut down on birthdays because there's just so many i see posts on instagram it gets tiring so Uh, i'm saying like my proposal you just celebrate like the meaningful ones so like ages one through 13 all of them count. All of them are perfectly meaningful. 13, the last one, you turn to a teenager. Then you just take it like a two, three-year break until 16. You're old enough to drive. Then 18, you're an adult. 18, yeah. 18, you're legally an adult. So take two years off, 18. And then 21, then take Break off it. 22, 23, 24, 25, because that's like quarter life. And then from there and, on, fives and tens, fives yeah, and tens. Yeah, exactly. Fives and tens, that's right. I agree exactly. with that. You know, every year, like, we, I think we were joking the other, like, I said, like, the T-Swift year, because you're, like, feeling 22. Then next year is Jordan year. Then mm-hmm. Kobe year. Then every year is, like, a year. And it's like, uh, come on, man. No one cares yeah. if you're 23, 22. Like, but then, I, I thought the same thing when I, my turn yeah. 22 earlier this just year. Just irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. I also – I think it should be discretionary. Once you get to a certain age, you should start celebrating them all again. Like, once you're 80, mm-hmm. you're oh, celebrating yeah. every one because it's just like, oh, still here. Yeah, but once, it's, yeah, once it becomes a miracle that you're still alive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then, yeah. Like with me, it'll probably be in like my sixties. So like, we should start celebrating. This <laughs> I think once you get past like seventy five, if you're still kicking good past seventy five, I'll celebrate with you. There's some people that are kicking well in like their eighties, where it's just like they're going to be alive till they're hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
So you just say, ah, we'll keep going fives and tens. And then at a (laughs) hundred, we'll start celebrating them again. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel the same way. I uh, I didn't, I, there's no, like when I had my birthday, the when I was a kid, like it's kind of like the feeling on Christmas when you were a kid and you can't sleep, you're excited, you know, the birthday's coming now. It just feels like another day. It's sad, but it's also like, yeah, I don't care. It's not actually sad because I don't care at this point. I hate um, all the people on social media that feel the need to constantly give out birthday shout outs. Like I get, um, I get Facebook, like family members are going to say hi, or they'll say like happy birthday and stuff. But like, why, why do you need to say happy birthday on, on social media to like everyone, you know, I don't yeah, get that. Yeah. You know, social media, you know, like the social media shout out. If you, if you actually give a fuck, honestly, you just text them or something. Yeah. That's if you're legitimately friends with them, then okay, social media shout out. But there's kids yeah, on Facebook, like kids yeah, on Facebook friends. posting to my wall. I haven't talked to since middle school. Like, dude, I, I don't used know to you. Give I don't know what you look like anymore. You could be a psychopath, like serial killer. <laughs> Wish me a happy birthday. That wouldn't look good for me. Yeah. I used to give the shout outs on like Instagram and Twitter like years ago. I don't think I've given a birthday shout out. Yeah, I, I think we all did back because like back in like in like high school or something. It's like if you didn't give them a shout out, it's like. Oh, that guy's a dick. You got to yeah. confront them. You got to see yeah. them in school in yeah. the middle hallway at Carol. <laughs> Not fun. Yeah. No, you can't get, the hallways of Carol are a mean and nasty place if you don't give a birthday shout out. No, you just can't avoid them because they're three feet wide. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some sports. I always say we have a busy show, but this week, I think we actually have a, a nice twist on some of the things we've been talking about. NCAA, Florida signs a bill, athletes to get endorsements. That can tie Reggie Bush coming and he gets his uh, USC's ended their disassociation with them. I guess we'll start with that. And the backstory to the Reggie Bush disassociation is USC disassociated with Reggie Bush because he took money from the school and he lost the Heisman from them, which now kind of, he didn't lose the Heisman from USC. He was he forfeited the Heisman because of all the other stuff going on. And I guess at the time, it was a bigger deal than it is now. I don't think now yeah. anyone back. He should get his Heisman back. Is what at I'm the time. At the time, people were like thinking that was like a federal crime. I mean, I guess it is a federal crime, kind of. Well, I think I mean, probably. I think people like fans were probably like, "Who cares?" But no, I think fans. I, I think fans were up in arms a little bit too. Like there was like those, like. You know, like old guys would be like, "Oh, he like that's a scumbag program." My program wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, Meanwhile, like literally every program does like that. Nick they Saban, just to, like, yeah, if they're the ones that paid up. him. Then why are yeah. they disassociating with him? Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. So if he was taking money from the the mob or something, but if, <laughs> yeah, didn't they? I, mean, I guess it was thing? just a different mob. He wasn't even taking hell. that much money either. It was probably just a little bit to get his um like family back in a better, maybe a little bit of a better spot. They probably moved his family there or like, I don't know. Is he from LA? I don't know where he's from, mm-hmm. but I know, I know like, like a lot of, tea, like a lot of guys. Car. Yeah. But I, they probably gave him like money for food. Like most people should have anyway. And the college athletes most of the time don't. So um, I don't know. I think it's weird, but I'm glad he can go back. He was one of the best college football players of all time. My point I was trying to get to though, is I think he should get his Heisman back. And the problem with that is, the um, eligibility. Yeah, I guess he was deemed ineligible because he took money. And since it's still technically not legal to take the money, I don't think he's going to get his Heisman back, which is kind of stupid because the money, whatever he did off the field had nothing to do with what he was producing on the field. And the Heisman, of course, is rewarded for what you do on the field. So it didn't make sense to me. If I was Reggie Bush, I'd be trying to get my Heisman back. But from what I've read online, it's going to be really, really hard for him to get his Heisman back. Well, the thing is with that is now the NCAA says that you can pay players, right? Well, they certain can make states. Money. Yeah. Certain they can make states. Money. California was the first to do it. And Colorado followed. And then Florida just recently over the past week signed a bill. Uh, so why do the states have to do it? That's so stupid because then players are going to be like, well, not going to North Dakota or, or not going yeah, to right. Oklahoma because they don't have it. I can't get money yet. Yeah, I don't know the like le- legislation side of it, but uh, Florida just signed their bill. They're the latest state to do it, but they're putting their law into act the earliest. Like they can do it in 2021. Those athletes can make money off their names where the California and Colorado laws are going to take a little bit more time. You know what it blows my mind is that they actually took the time to make laws 
to stop stop like players from doing this. Instead of like, not, it wasn't just the NCAA like saying that's illegal and like you can get kicked out of the league or whatever. It was literally the states making laws to, oh, yeah. <laughs> to get these guys in trouble. I felt like such an idiot one time. I was in a public speaking class and I had to do something on college tuition prices. And I was taught and like I had a bunch of like football players in my class and I had the assignment to like talk about somehow my assignment had a tie in why athletes shouldn't get paid. And that was like the rubric for the assignment. And I'm sitting up there making this case and none of which I really even believe in. Like I, I think like college athletes should be able to make money off their likeness. And of course I was covering like the football team at the time and I'm giving this speech in front of a couple of football players. And those guys were big guys, right? About why college athletes shouldn't get paid and why schools put way too much money into their athletic programs and why they should put more into like the libraries and things like that. I felt like such an idiot because you know how much money those guys bring in, like especially at a school like Bama or Ohio State or Penn State. The amount of money like their football program alone probably brings them so much money. So much football programs are usually like the only sports programs that actually make money. Like if you look at it, basically every other team. Pretty much, like, and basketball. Basketball, too. Yeah, that's all that, the every, situation, right? Because you can't yeah. play the field hockey athlete or the, like, well, I guess lacrosse. I mean, not even, some of the schools lacrosse are big, but, you know. Yeah. I, the football and basketball are big, too. I, I got to be honest. If uh, if you're, like a, like, a field hockey player or something like that, lacrosse, like, I'm sorry, but you don't deserve to get paid. We're you don't get field hockey for here. anyone. Really. Yeah. You're just a, a huge expense. I'm not sure what they're so much. I'm not sure how similar their schedule is to like the football team or the basketball team. I covered a couple of those. I mean, I covered all the sports at Temple, but like I focused on like football and basketball. Those are the sports I probably went to the most to cover. Mm. And their schedules were crazy. I'm not sure how often the other teams worked out and how much they do a lot of traveling, but it's not so much. I know Temple's football team, they travel like all the way down south sometimes too. They spent like down North Carolina, like that's a far trip. So See, I think I think the problem with the paying the players is not that they shouldn't get paid, but like it's like I said, like that's just got to be basketball and football mainly. Because other than because if you don't, then yeah. those guys aren't going to be get, able to get paid because you're going to try to pay everyone, and that just won't work. Yeah, the, I guess I the point I was trying to make is like if they all have similar schedules. Do do pay them the same, or that's what I think some people would argue is just since they're doing similar schedules. But of course, they don't bring in nearly as much money. But go ahead, Nick. Well, yeah. Shout out Aubrey Kent. Parker knows what's up. Um, they like the way that they're doing it. How like you can make money off endorsements is probably the best way to do it because it's you can just make money off yourself, and the school doesn't have to pay because if the school pays. It's like really unfair for you know like the crew team who works as hard really as hard. any other team but they're not making any money to like it's you can't not pay them i agree so, you know like you like all the other athletes who aren't make bringing in any money if they can get endorsement deals good for them they're not going to but the football yeah. players some of the football players be able to like People i would love to see uh, like stuff. uh Barbera on the Boulevard commercial with uh, Anthony Russo. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate yeah. that Barbera bear. I have a funny story about the Barbera bear. When I worked at, uh, I guess I was just—I won't give the name of it—but like I worked, I interned at this TV station, and anytime we had a guest on the show, we had to have them sign off on a contract, pretty much saying, you know, we're not paying you to be on the show today, yada yada yada. And one of these days, it was like mascot day. So the Barbera bear came in and a bunch of other mascots. And for, I don't know why the Barbera bear, but he would not take off his mascot costume in the, in the green room. Everyone else was, you know how hot those things can get. So everyone, we'd like take breaks. They'd be outside, outside the TV station, doing whatever they were doing. But the, when everyone would come in, the Barbera bear was the only one who stayed in costume. And I said... Barbara Bear, what are you doing? You're not talking. I said, you have to like sign this contract for me saying we're not paying you to be on here today. And, he, and my, I mean, he's not communicating back to me. I'm, to, I'm speaking he's like this. In character. He's, he's in character. character. This is a full, like, it was like four hours. And I said, Barbara Bear, you have to take off the mask and you have to sign this. And he would not get out of the costume. He was the actual Barbara Bear. He was the actual Barbara Bear. And everyone in the green room was like, what the hell is going on with this Barbara Bear? 
And eventually he signed, you can't sign in the mascot costume, right? He grips the pen. Like <laughs> I, can't, I wish you could, I wish everyone could see how I'm holding it. He grips the pen <laughs> and, he, and he just writes bar. He like writes like a toddler Barbara bear on the contract. And I said, whatever that is good enough for me. And when I had, dude, he must've had like some type of massive like scar on his face or something. That's why he um, took that job. And I was like, so he never has to show himself. But I was like, dude, even, even if you don't want to take the costume off, I was like, at least just talk. He went four hours without saying a single word to anybody. And he wouldn't sign the contract. Eventually you got him to sign it, but maybe he's just sure. like a deaf mute and you're just a real big dick. No, nah, I mean, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, he got the point eventually. That would be the job for someone like that, I guess. Yeah, he looked perfect like, job for a mute. It, it was, was like, like a, a it was boiling hot that day too, dude. It would must have been around ninety degrees, and he's just sitting there, smelling, smelling up the green room in that costume. It was terrible, terrible. But anyway, I don't even know how we got onto that conversation. It's a good thing you weren't like some hippie kid in the seventies working at a radio station, tripping on like. Oh acid, yeah. trying to get this bear to sign and you're like dude it's a real bear <laughs> <laughs> i'm here now i think that the, whoever is the barbara bear is never allowed out of the costume i think they're just stuck in it forever the mask is sewed shut yeah that was he takes his job really seriously whoever it was anyway i guess we were talking about the reggie bush stuff i think he should get his heisman trophy back i'm not sure you guys agree mm-hmm. yeah i mean even if he doesn't everybody knows he he's one of the best college football players ever, so I wouldn't be too worried about it if I were him. And that was one of the best teams, like when we were growing up. USC, you don't like them now to um, Alabama and Ohio State or teams of that caliber. Back in the day, they were really a dominant, dominant team. I'm sure they will be uh, again soon, especially if in California you're allowed to make money off your name, image, and likeness. I bet you they get a lot of recruits. So who knows? If, anything, area, if you're going to give me a full tuition to go live in LA and play football, yeah, uh, show me where to sign. If anything, I would think the USC is Go ahead. Right, hold on, hold on. The, uh, if anything, the NCAA not giving him his Heisman just reminds everyone that he's a Heisman winner. Right. Because <laughs> every time you're like, oh, yeah, Reggie Bush, <laughs> he, he doesn't really have his Heisman. So, like, yeah, he won the Heisman. Yep, Reggie Bush, Heisman winner. I just realized. I mean, I have the Zoom audio for this, but I wasn't recording on the actual program. But we have the Zoom audio, so it'll work out anyway. Um, all right, moving on. Let's stick with, I guess, football. NFL is having problems with. We have a, actually a couple of football topics I want to get to, but we'll start with the COVID problems. Apparently, there's been a couple of problems with NFL's plans. Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh, whatever Harbaugh coaches in the Ravens, John Harbaugh, he came out and pretty much said that the NFL's plans for a return, the rules for surrounding coronavirus are nearly impossible. Football is one of those sports where I think it's going to be really hard for them to return, but it seems like right now, I don't think I've seen anything, or at least I haven't seen a lot of it, where the NFL is postponing their season at all yet but football seems like one of the ones to me where it's going to be harder to start especially if you're in the huddle or things things like that like you're not going to be six feet apart you're touching someone every play so i'm not what do you guys think of the nfl how strict should the nfl be should they do something similar to the nba bubble where they have a hub or should they just keep everything normal well, uh, probably <clears throat> go ahead go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say they probably should do that, but I think they're just gonna play no matter what. Like I don't think Roger Goodell really cares. Like if if it comes fall, there's gonna be football because he's not gonna want to lose all that money for the owners. So just no matter what, they're gonna play. And I know you have a thing against the owners, Kyle. I know you. Yeah. We'll get to that with the MLB. I mean, they covered up CTE for fifty years. Yeah. Right. They're they're, (laughs) they're not too concerned with this. So. It can be the black plague in their plan. They don't give a shit. The NFL plans to test every player three times a week. And it says training camps are scheduled to open around July 28th. The union expects to settle on final league approved protocols in the next 30 days. This is from the New York Post, which would give teams about two weeks to make arrangements. So I don't know. And it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the NBA, I'll talk to the NBA plans a little bit. I'm not sure if the NBA – I know I just did a total 180. Florida's numbers, that's – of course, they're going down to Orlando. Florida's numbers, since they've reopened, have gone up, like, through the roof. They're supposed to stay below 5% increase for two weeks, and they were 
every day they were above 5%, except one day they're at 4.9%. I think I heard this on ESPN earlier today, so the numbers might be a little bit off. But I think they got as high as like a 12% increase. So apparently there was rumors that the NBA might be looking for a new hub too. So I have no idea. Philly. Philly. I just saw that PA has uh, had like the best, um, like out of, there's three states. It's PA, Hawaii, and like one other one. And it's PA, oh, Idaho, Montana. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. And and we have like the best turnaround rate of like all, all the states. Like uh, really? we're, we're low, our numbers are lowering faster than everyone else. We've seen a decrease for like 40 days straight now. Yeah. Which only wow. three, two other states have done. That's Bring it to Philly. That would, I would love that. Bring it to Philly. We'd have all the athletes in all the hotels, like the Ritz-Carlton, up in the, the new yep. Four Seasons. We'd run into every. And then we get so many people to pod. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I, I, just, I just wander the Philadelphia center city streets and <laughs> just go to athletes and get on my knees and beg them to come on the pod. That would be so sick. Uh, I guess I don't want to talk about Corona too long because we talk about it enough. Do you guys see Hard Knocks is doing the L.A. teams? They did oh, the no. Rams, Rams and the Chargers. And the Chargers okay. are who I'm interested in because I still think they have a bit of a quarterback situation to handle. Um, yeah. They drafted Herbert, but Cam Newton's still a free agent. Kyle, you're shaking your head. What, what do you think about Cam Newton still being a free agent, man? Dude, I don't know why he is. Like, it makes no sense that a team will take a shot on him. I don't know yeah, why no he sense at all. Unless, like, they, unless he's still hurt. That it doesn't make sense unless they like they don't want to pay him that much. But still, he's an MVP, made it to a Super Bowl. He's like a, one year he had. He's a career winner. Like he's never won a Super Bowl. He won in college. He's won a lot in the NFL. It just doesn't make sense. For some Someone's reason, give him a shot, right? For so yeah, I don't know why he isn't signed yet. Now, I um, maybe it's he's is he a big distraction off field? Really though, I don't he, think he's a big uh, enough. I don't. He think just dresses weird. Yeah. That's his biggest distraction. And he types in that weird phone. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> he's... he's uh, are you breaking up here, Sean? I think I'm breaking. There we go. We're back. Okay. Technical difficulties. We got it resolved. Got it resolved. Um, he's, just, he's just like a uh, – he's like a really authentic, like, Louis, Louis, Louisiana, like, person. I don't know. What do you what, – what is that? The, um, Southerner? No, no, no. There's like a um, – Louisianian? No. What is it? Oh, there's like a name for someone from Louisiana. Are you talking like, about Cajun people? No, not Cajun. I was going to say, I don't think Cam Newton's Cajun. That's no, Coach no, no, no. Anyway, anyway, I, I guess while you're figuring out the name for that, I just think there's a couple. I think the Chargers and the Patriots are the two big teams that could probably have a quarterback. or in, Maybe even Jacksonville. Those are probably the three teams where I'd be like, uh, why, why haven't you signed Cam Newton yet? I have no idea what Belichick's plan is up in New England. Is they, they're just going to rock with his guy or something like that. But I saw Harris Cam Newton. I, I do have a, a theory. And I saw Cam Newton working out with Odell Beckham Jr. online the other day. Odell Beckham, of course, once out of Cleveland. We've talked about this for a while now. And then we talked – well, we didn't – no, we haven't talked about it for a while. We talked about it a while ago. And I figured it out. Oh, what was it? Go ahead. Get it out. It's, it's Creole. Creole. It's like a, a um, someone who's of like black and, and European descent. Really? But I've never heard that. Like mostly like French. Okay. Like they're all, they all have like that, um, like a little French twang or something like that. Because okay. they owned, they owned Louisiana. <laughs> all right. Um, let's skip. I'm trying to, I just lost my train of thought here. Where am I? Oh, Odell Beckham. Beckham. Right. Odell Beckham. <laughs> I think Odell Beckham somehow going to find his way to LA with Cam Newton. That's my that's my tinfoil hat theory for the day. What do you guys? What do you think? If they went to the Chargers, that'd be a sick team. I always think the Chargers are so close, and then they always are underperforming every year. I would love. Well, to it's hard to perf- overperform or perform to your potential when you don't have any home games. That's true. That's true. Do they have the stadium built yet or no? I think they're playing that MLS stadium. It doesn't matter. I mean, they could play in a shoebox and they could fit all their fans in there. That's such a Laker town. It's unbelievable. They don't care anything about uh, and the Lakers and Dodgers. Lakers and I mean, Dodgers. I, right? I feel like the and Rams are, have a decent amount of fans. Yeah, because they already have the Rams who are actually good and have been good. So they're That's not going to take on the Chargers. And they just adopted the Chargers from San Diego. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the Chargers shouldn't have moved to LA. They should have stayed in San Diego. Figure out how to how to get the deal done. I guess since we were talking about Brady or not Brady Belichick, I wanted to talk about Brady. That's a tough division down south, and I saw this poll. I think I think I sent this to you guys. Let me let me bring it up real quick. It was how much of an impact will Brady have on the Bucks? First take tweeted out was Brady's impact on the Bucks being overhyped. When I voted, it was 56% yes, 44% no. I'm not sure what it ended up as being, but how much of an impact do you think Brady's actually going to have on the Buccaneers? Are they going to be able to win that division with Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta? That's a tough division, you know what I'm saying? So, Pat, I guess, give me your thoughts. Who, who, do you, who would you take to win that division? Um. <sighs> it's a tough call. I think it comes down to two teams. It's going to be New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Because as much as I love Matt Rule, the former Temple coach, former Baylor coach, first-year coach in the NFL is never an easy thing. I think he'll probably make the transition well, Matt Rule down in Carolina. But that's a stacked division. If you have to go up against the Bucs with Brady and Gronk and all those weapons they got and – New Orleans twice each, that's four games you might have to chalk up an L to, plus whatever other games they're going to lose. That's going to be a tough for Carolina to do. And Atlanta, they're probably going to lose a game to Atlanta. I think uh, New Orleans New Orleans might be kind of uh, in a weird spot because remember Drew Brees uh, just like a week or two ago like came out with those comments and then like Malcolm yeah. Jenkins just said, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up to him. And yeah. then like it was like mixed. Like some of his teammates were, were like, uh, saying like, as long as he apologizes, okay. Some were like, don't care. Like whatever he said was too bad to be, to reconcile. Yeah. So I don't know if like, they're gonna be a split team. Yeah, probably probably Bucks. I think I think they're loaded offensively. See, I would- and New Orleans always. Um, well, they'll make it to the playoffs, but. Uh, I think they're good. They they've been choking a lot, or they they always choke a lot. They got bad luck, and to be honest, as much as I like to rag on the Saints, they've had some bad luck. Like, excuse me, the infamous no call that was clearly pass interference, and yeah, the, the, the Minnesota miracle. the Minnesota miracle. I think they had one also game against. My was it against? Uh, I think it was against San Francisco, and like I think. They, San Francisco scored with like maybe less than a minute remaining, where they've been right there, and they just never seem to get over the hurdle. So, wait, I have a question. Did you guys see that uh, Malcolm Jenkins like signed something to be on, oh, CNN? He's on CNN? Yeah, he's gonna be like a CNN commentator. Does that mean he quit football? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, okay, okay. No. Now he's just doing his thing for CNN. I thought he might have like full time, just like said, "Fuck Drew Brees." Like I'm doing. TV. No. <laughs> I think him and Drew Brees surely have had to talk by now. Yeah, uh, probably, yeah. yeah, let me see. I'm checking in. I think – oh, yeah, okay. The big news injury uh, – big news injury-wise comes from Philadelphia, unfortunately. Brandon Brooks injured again. Tears his Achilles. His other Achilles, he's out another year, which absolutely sucks for the Birds because he's great right guard. How How is this going to affect the Birds? Nick, I think you had a take on this, didn't you? Or, uh, I mean, I think, I think it hurts. I, that was – I was just in a pissy mood. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. And I was just trying to see if anybody would just start arguing with me, but nobody did. Um, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think we might end up signing uh, Jason Peters to play. Yeah. Right guard. Okay. That's what I was exactly going to say. That's a tough transition for him to make though. So late going from tackle to guard, left tackle to right guard, mm-hmm. especially at his age and his injury history. He's not going to play. He's not going to get starting reps. You might just bring him in there just to throw him in there. But I, I could not imagine him playing guard and then playing well and or staying healthy, I should say. I couldn't yeah. imagine him doing that. And then we'd just be screwed again. So I don't even see if there's a purpose in re-signing him. Even if you – because I think he wants money. Like, he wants money and no one's giving him the money because I guess his age and his injury history. If Howie has to throw money at him, I'd be kind of disappointed. As much as I love the bodyguard, it would be kind yeah, of I mean- disappointing. We've also had injuries on the O-line a lot. And, I mean, we lost Big V, which it, it sucks, but we did draft two O-linemen this year. Uh, Jordan, my that Mylotta dude, the rugby player. Yeah. I mean, it's year three now. If he's going to do something. It's, it's got to be now. It's Are we going to resign him? So, maybe he gets a shot in there. I'd like to see him. He's a freak athlete. So, 
who knows? The birds are in such a tough spot right now because that they're not they don't really have that much cap space. They got like twenty four million in cap space, and there's so many free agents that they've been like looking to get with the guy from the Jaguars and Goku, and now of course Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams just came out today and said he wants he, Eagles are one of his seven teams or so. That would be sick. Wouldn't that be sick? Like we would have a lockdown uh, corners for the first I, time. I re- Actually, well, I don't want to say that. Safety. I don't want to say a, he's that. A safety. So secondary. We'd have a good or, secondary. So, secondary. I mean, yeah. but uh, I, I don't want to say that because every time we bring in guys in the secondary, it's bad news. Yeah, so I'm not going to jinx it. What are you saying, Nick? I think we've had good luck with safeties, though. Yeah, safeties. Yeah, safeties are that is true. That is true. Corners, though, we have had terrible luck. Yeah, yeah. Namdi Asmawa still gives me nightmares to this day. I don't and, know how you can go from the best corner to the worst in one and year. what uh, Amari Cooper said in an interview about uh, no, Darius Slay. Yeah. He what was he like, said? yeah, there's certain routes you just can't even run on that guy. He's just going to eat you up. Oh, like, you, great news. They ran every route all over us <laughs> the last two years. So that's it's, so nice to hear. It's Yeah, but now we have we have to worry about C.D. Lamb. And then we also have Amari Cooper, like, they're and they have the run game. I think it's good. I mean, of course, it's going to be come down between Philly and Dallas to whoever gets the, the NFC. It, no, I haven't ever really worried about New York or Washington ever no. in my life. They have they've snuck in a couple of seasons, but every year before football season, I'm like, all right, it's going to be us or Dallas, us or Dallas every yeah. year. New York, I think, is going to be a little bit better this year, though. Um, I don't know about Redskins. I haven't really followed anything they do. Well, forget the Redskins. But, um, Probably really, they're joking. I thought Daniel Jones like showed a little bit of promise last year. I I was huge on Daniel Jones. He I was so huge on Daniel Jones. He lit up Temple in whatever bowl game that was. I'm forgetting right now. And then Duke, Temple, yeah. yeah. And then New York drafted him at two. And everyone was shocked. I was like, or whenever they draft him, and there I was like, yo, you better watch out for this kid. He's good. He's gonna be really good. He's just like he's like uh, he makes bad decisions. But if you can clear that up, when which not every quarterback can. Yeah, he's a rookie, um, some, some quarterbacks. Well, I'm just saying, like, sometimes interception problem is like a permanent problem with quarterbacks. Like, Peyton he'll never Manning, get over it. Peyton Manning had a huge interception problem early in his career, and then he turned out. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I to be honest, I don't want Daniel Jones to be good because he'll haunt the Eagles and that and for us for years if he is. But yeah, I mean, we'll see what uh, James oh. Winston can do now. Uh, he had a way. huge interception problem. Yeah, now he's got real, real eyesight. So. And we'll ho- hopefully he'll learn from Drew Brees too. Yeah, down there. I wanted to mention something because C.D. Lamb and Jalen Rager are apparently friends. They've worked out together or whatever. I had reached out to Jalen Rager on Twitter because, uh, of course, we had turned over Andy Leaf. The draft night, we weren't very happy with the Jalen Rager pick. And then I, I DM'd him. I said, admittedly, we we did do our research, Jalen. I'd like to I'd like to have you on as a guest of the podcast to apologize to you in front of the public eye. And have and everyone would love to hear from you. And I will I will have a public apology to Jalen Rager, but he didn't he didn't answer. I tried to time it up perfectly where he was tweeting up a storm about something, and I was like, oh, he's on Twitter, he's on Twitter. I DM'd him, they didn't get him, they didn't get him. But Jalen, if by some random chance you come across my DM and then you see the link to this podcast and you're listening right now, you're more than welcome on the show, pal. You're more than welcome. All right, everyone. I need to take a quick break real quick and remind everyone that support for Cellar Dwellers is brought to you by Manscaped, who is best in men's below-the-bell grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools to protect your family jewels, and they obsess over their technology, guys, and their developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Kyle your birthday was yesterday. The best birthday gift for you would have been the Lawn Mower 3.0. It's Manscaped's new redesigned electric trimmer. And I'm telling you the best ball hair trimmer ever created. You know it, guys. You all use it. It's their third generation trimmer featuring a cutting edge ceramic braid, which reduces manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents will become a thing of the past for you if you get their 
Lawn Mower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, I mean it's premium, guys. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes, so you can take that longer shave if you need it. It's water resistant. You're allowed to groom in the shower with it. And the coolest feature on this thing to me is the LED light, which illuminates the grooming areas for a closer, more precise trim. They've upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show off that Lawn Mower 3.0 loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. And if you're listening right now, Father's Day right around the corner. Kyle, you just had a birthday perfect birthday gift. I want everyone to experience this firsthand. So here's the deal from Cellar Dwellers. Trim your junk with 20% off plus free shipping using the code SellerDwellers on Manscaped.com. All capital letters, C-E-L-L-A-R-D-W-E-L-L-E-R-S. All caps, no spaces. Use code SellerDwellers on Manscaped.com. 20% off, 10 from Manscaped, 10 from us, 20% off and free shipping on Manscaped.com. But let's get back to the show. Uh, where were we? Where were we with oh, this? I think I think I think Daniel Jones will be better this year, but I think our pass rush is going to give him problems because he fumbles a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. He's a turn it's going to be us or Dallas. It's going to be. I forgot we were getting Malik Jackson back too. I always forget about him, and then I like he's he's, he's, so he's not even going to be a starter. <laughs> yeah, the Eagles it's defense. Javon like, Hargrave and Fletcher Cox, and you're going to rotate Malik Jackson and. I don't know somebody. I don't know who the fourth guy is, but that's that front scary. defensive line for the birds is always so great. And you just the year we won the Super Bowl was good enough where we could get to the quarterback quick and have them have the quarterbacks throw bad passes. Yeah, past mm-hmm. couple of years we've gotten lit up. They haven't got to him quite as quick, and our secondary's gotten burned. So hopefully, we can get to him quick this year. Hopefully, the I'm mixture not- of Darius Slay and a little. A little rejuvenation in the past rush. Yeah, so, so maybe some of those rookies, that guy from Clemson, we can maybe. have some, Yeah, back to the safety. He's safety, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He looks, Wallace. Yeah, he looks like a stud. So hopefully the birds have some better luck this year. It's going to be us or Dallas. I've said that like three times now. I'm not so much – I don't think I – I'm never going to say I'm scared of Dallas. Never, ever, ever. But this is a year they're in better shape than they have been before, especially with Mike McCarthy coming in. They have a competent coach. Seems like their offense has some weapons, and we'll see what happens with their defense. Mm-hmm. They can stay healthy. If they get Jamal Adams, I'll be scared. That D line's getting old. The, or that O line's getting old. Exactly. Yeah, as I O line's getting old. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, where do we go from here? Oh, oh, let's go MLB, Kyle. Kyle, where do you, I, I guess you can kind of lead this conversation, Kyle. I'll preface it like I, I always try to. What a roller coaster this has been the past several weeks with the MLB season. Kyle, I'm going to go to you first. MLB still doesn't have a deal in place to start this season. Commissioner Rob Manfred said, 100%, we're going to have this season. 100%. And then he said, and the players didn't like the deal, so they didn't answer. They they were not they stopped their negotiating, and then Rob Manfred said, "Well, now it's not looking like we're going to have a season." And now it seems like we're going to have a season again, but it's a big back and forth negotiation. They can't decide on the number of games. Players are tweeting out, "We're ready. Give us a time and place." That's what Bryce Harper, Mike Trout tweeted, a couple other guys. Kyle, give me your insight, man. What what are these? What do the owners and the players got to do to make make this season happen? Because baseball right now is a very uh, you know, just go answer the question, and then I'll I'll go give my take. Well, first, Rob Manfred is like just a terrible commissioner. I think I think he's god awful. He called he just like called it like a train wreck on live TV during an interview. He's like, yeah, this season's turning into a disaster. Like, dude, you're, you're a commissioner. You don't say that. And then, well, on, that's that was number one, Rob Manfred. You got the billionaires, you know, like you, got you, the have, you have billionaires, yeah. With that, I'm just at the point. Like, did you ever read? Uh, have to read a modest proposal in school. What's that? It was nah. called a modest proposal. It's back. It's from like a real long time ago, but it was this guy. It was like it's satire, and okay. he was he suggested that to stop a famine problem that they oh, should, eat, so like, they should eat, eat, babies. eat babies. Yeah, I read that. What the hell? So where are you I'm going with saying, this, Kyle? Where are you going with this? Like I don't know, maybe kill and just like eat the the owners, something like a modest proposal, but <laughs> for the owners. Kyle, I'll be honest. I did not think that's where you were going with that. Yes. <laughs> I, no I thought you were going to compare his proposal to be like the owner's proposal or something, and you're no. like, let's just eat them. <laughs> yeah, let's just get rid of them, eat them up, um, take their money, and give it to all the players. 
Um, yeah, but I mean, things are looking better because like the MLB proposed a season where they would play, they would play 60 games in 70 days. The, the MLB, then, when you say MLB, be clear, you mean the owner? MLB, the, I guess, owners and the commissioner okay. offered that to the players. And then the Players Association responded today, I'm pretty sure, they want 70 games. That's what I was saying. Give so, them the 70 games. Yeah, so like it's, it's a 10-game difference. difference. That's the problem. Like, they don't want the owners and Manfred don't want more regular season games because they don't – I don't think they make, like, any money from that. So exactly. they want to have as little regular season games as possible with still having a postseason, which is where they make all their money. I'm going to tell you what. I'll, unless – are you have anything else? No, to add? no, 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 no. I'm not the – you know I'm not the biggest baseball guy, but I've been following it in the past couple of weeks just because of everything going on. The owners are looking very selfish. They're looking very uh, unethical. And they're just kind of looking like total jerks, I guess. Like They're asking for 10 more games than what you offer them. And they're asking for prorated salaries. And whoever's listening, if you don't know what a prorated salary is, a prorated salary means you're just getting paid for the work you're doing. So you just get whatever games you play in, you'll get paid for those games. If you're not playing in them, you're not going to get paid. So that's totally fair. That's totally fair and totally a total reasonable request. I don't understand what's holding up so long. And it's part that's getting so frustrating. I just told you, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I enjoyed – I said baseball was my first sport I really liked as a kid. I, I thought I was good at it when I was a kid playing it. Of course, I didn't watch it all the time. I did watch it growing up just because the Phillies were good. But – it, it comes at a very pivotal time for baseball where it's really losing a lot of steam. And I think you and Nick will admit that, Kyle, just because oh, yeah. I think it's just now the pitchers are actually so good. And sometimes you hardly see any runs scored in games now. You know, it's easy. <coughs> pitchers are out of, out of this world now. And they're boring games to watch. Hardly anyone's watching you in the first place. And if you can't even get these games on TV and you're going to get held up over these 10 regular season games – Baseball is a very, very bad place where I think the owners and the commissioner just signed the deal. They really just have to sign the deal. Nick, what, what's your take on it, man? You're, you're another baseball guy here. Um, I don't know. I think we're going to get it soon. Uh, I think they're really close. Uh, the thing I'm most interested in with this is the, the DH is going to be in the National League for good. Okay. The, the deal involves the D, Universal DH this year, Universal DH in 2021, and then uh, the CBA's up. So that'll probably be in the next one where it's Universal DH. Um, I think the National League teams will be at a disadvantage because they're not like assembled to have a DH. They're not really prepared for that. Like yeah. AL teams sign a guy to put in the DH slot. Hold on, hold on a second. What, what do you got going on behind you? Did the Phillies just win the World Series? Uh, no, they won game four. So oh, three okay. one. I was going to say, that would have been quite poetic if we were talking about <laughs> a triumphant return to baseball. Because NBC Sports have been playing all those uh, reruns of the 2008 World Series. And those I've been watching. Those have brought up good memories. But I cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I forget what I was saying. DH. But... You're talking about the DH. Well, yeah. So, the DH, like, I think that the NL teams, they're not necessarily – they're like the AL teams sign a guy to put in the DH slot. They can kind of make their first baseman better defensively, where national teams kind of rely – on a lot of teams rely on the first baseman to be, like, the power hitter on the team. Sure. And they kind of take a drop at defensively at that position sometimes. I think it does benefit the – Reese Hoskins. Yeah, stinks at first base. Um, but I don't think he'll be playing there anymore. I think he'll be our DH. I think we'll probably put Alec – Alex Baum or Alec Baum, whatever his right. name is, yeah, yeah. probably get called up this year. He'll probably be our first baseman. And I'm excited to see how that goes. So, but yeah, I just, I'm going to miss, like, I, I didn't really care either way, but I, there were certain pitchers that I really liked watching hit, like Madison Bumgarner, that you're not going to see hit anymore, which kind of stinks. Yeah. Like when there's like dudes that. like him or like back in the day, Carlos Sombrano yeah. or, Old Joe uh, Blanton. Willis. Joe Blanton used to hit some dingers. He did have a home run in the world in this World Series too. Yeah, like he'll be the last pitcher to ever to home run in the World Series, probably. Wow, historic Joe so, Blanton. I, he's the goat. He's the goat. Country Joe Blanton. <laughs> anyway, you could, uh, crazy stuff from the MLB. Uh, I guess we, I was going to preview on the NBA draft, but I'm not sure that's we're not quite there yet. We I think we we're just kind of we're going to poke at Parker, bring up some Lamelo Ball stuff. Um, I want to talk about something with Parker, though. Actually, we had this debate yesterday, and we saw a squirrel. 
It's gonna be to- it's totally. Can you read rare. this? Can you read this? Squirrel, okay, he's got Squirrel it. Huge. Is that backwards? No, no, it's perfect for me. No, that's yeah. good. Now put All it down right. for a second because we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. Well, those are the five <laughs> right currently. So I'm back at home, right? We're all back at home now. Fully remote on the pod. And I was in the backyard with my dogs and they're like chasing the squirrels around. I it was a totally random thought and I said, Huh. I wonder what squirrel I would be if I was if I was to choose a city squirrel or a suburb squirrel, what squirrel would be the best? And I said, I think I would, I would probably pick a city squirrel. But then Parker and I got, because so, the food is so easy to get in the city. But then I said, I have to be missing some squirrels. And Parker, now you can bring the list back up. We came up with a comprehensive list. Number one squirrel. So wait, let's start from the bottom here. Oh, okay. At number five, we have rural, rural squirrels. Wait, wait, wait. Can, I, can I? Like, what is this based off of? Like, what you think it would be best? Living be, conditions. Like, if you yeah, are okay. squirrel, living okay. conditions, okay. best living so, conditions. Okay. Living conditions, and you know, like food, uh, safety, safety, yeah, stuff like that. Gotcha. And we came up with a caste system. Number five, rural squirrel. Rural yep. squirrels suck because they have to just collect food all year round for the winter. And they're never, they're never like happy, you know, they're just like, they're running they're around always, like, before, like they could get killed by many animals out there in, in the world, like, in and, the and many hunters and hunters. Yeah. So that sucks. Rural uh, squirrel, we put bottom tier on the cast system. Bottom tier. Yeah. Number I agree four. With the list so far. Number four. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave it up to, um, to consideration <laughs> afterwards, but <laughs> yeah. number four, a suburban squirrel. A little bit better than rural squirrel because, you know, you get some people's food that you can eat. Um, Not so much. Yeah. You have, you, also have, you have, like, the possibility of being hit by cars a lot. Um, well, that's that's more the city squirrel, which we'll get into. True. The, the, true. the problem with the suburban squirrel is you get all the comfort of the nice yard and the nice tree and all that, you know, it's more safe. But you have to really work for your food and you have to get the nuts and collect them all. Yes. So that's the disadvantage of the suburban squirrel. The city squirrel comes in at number three, and we've now had this to debate. Three. We've had this three and four we think could flip. Number three is the city squirrel. The city squirrel is great because you have so much food. You can just climb in the trash, and you could, you could be good for the winter if you were a squirrel. Just go into one trash can in downtown Philadelphia, and you're set for the winter. But – Boy, oh boy, do you have problems with safety. You can get hit by a car every second. There's a bunch of other critters walking around like raccoons and possums and stray cats that are trying to eat you up. Yep. So we thought maybe three and four, they're interchangeable. That's yeah. a matter of self That's you know, up for debate. Up for debate. We'll, we'll get to it later. And but two, uh, go ahead, Pat. What's two? Uh, we'll move on to number two, which is a college campus squirrel. The college campus squirrel is um, – it's pretty a, high up there. That's I mean, a good campuses, Lots of food. Uh, dumb young kids are just throwing food on the ground. Yeah. That's that's great. Um, they're they're it seems they're the, like the most aggressive squirrels. Um, they're very comfortable. They would get within a foot of us on our college campus. Yeah, they're totally comfortable. They're not scared. They all have to fear for their life. There's not probably many critters walking around a college campus other than a squirrel. Maybe like a bird, like a big bird, yeah. like a hawk. But you're you're totally set on food twenty four hours a day, and you don't really have to worry about safety. But number one squirrel, and this is, is not this is this is unquestioned. No, this is no debate. There's yeah, no this, debate. This is an objective fact. Okay, this is a fact. Is the amusement? It's, it's the amusement park squirrel. The imagine a Disney World squirrel. If you if you go to Disney World and you're a squirrel. That's pretty much like you just that died. That's paradise. That's now, paradise. That's what I think if you're, a, if you're the Disney World squirrel, the amusement park squirrel, you must have lived a very pious life in your previous squirrel life to earn the ranks of the amusement park squirrel. Because like, there is nothing. in your face all day long with funnel cakes mm. and, and hot dog and, and uh, you know, all Anything that good stuff. Anything you want. Yeah. Counter argument to the amusement park squirrel. If you're at like a, if you're at the nice if you're at a nice amusement park and you're a squirrel, 
good chance the owner of that amusement park is going to like sick a janitor or custodian on you. Oh, no, it's impossible. No, you're you're going to have to deal with traps. You're going to have to deal with someone coming after you, trying to kill you the entire time. It's yeah, impossible. I haven't, I haven't thought about that. Squirrels? Don't squirrels just eat nuts? No. No, they eat anything. No, they eat everything. They prefer nuts. I think no. I think they just take the nuts in the suburbs because that's all they get. And yeah. you, the out- squirrels I- eat acorns. That's like a. Dude, thing. I've never seen. I've course, seen raccoons and yeah. rats in my trash. I've never seen a squirrel in my trash. Oh I've no, seen I've seen squirrels in our trash. Yeah, I've seen. In our back of the they apartment, adapt. there's yeah. squirrels they crawling out all the time. And on the college campus, I would always, if I had any crackers or anything, I just toss it to them, they, and they pick yeah. up the cracker right away. They I think college they campus eat. squirrels number one. I think yeah. Sandy Cheeks is number one. Sandy, yeah, the bikini bottom. The yeah, the bottom under, under the ocean squirrel. She's got her own. She's got her own quarantine bubble. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But then she has to hang out with like SpongeBob all day, and he'll he'll talk the ear off of her. Yeah, I don't she know. Just kicks his ass karate, though. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah the, I'm taking. She's the karate bring kid. The list, bring the list back up, bikini bottom. Bring the list back up, man. So you yeah, would? I'm, I'm flipping. I'm flipping one and two. You go college campus squirrel. Yeah. Amusement park squirrel. Yeah. City squirrel, suburb squirrel, rural squirrel. Yes. Wow. Final answer. I'm sorry, but you're wrong about that. Come on, man. Oh, 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 like, no, I'm not. The amusement imagine, park squirrels run the run the town. They I'm run the pat, they run the show. Can't beat the amusement park squirrel. I feel like Disney World's too clean to thrive. Maybe not Disney oh, World, no, like dude, Hershey you, Park or dude, something. No. They could get by. I feel like There's, Six Flags is a good one for a squirrel. I don't know, That's man. Like I, think I, I think I agree with Kyle. I think this is a bullshit list. At the yeah. top. No, 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 no. Don't be Dude, so disrespectful. Have you been to Disney World and seen the fucking animals around there? They literally are hawks. I've never been to Disney World. Like, all right, well, if you go, they're literally everywhere. The ducks, the squirrels, the whatever. They're all... I think you're thinking, Kyle, of like, they get rid of the rodents. I they get rid squirrels. of like the raccoons and like the... Um... Squirrels or squirrels count as rodents. Yeah, but they're not... The yeah, but no rodents. one really cares about squirrels. They're not a rodent. Like, <laughs> they're not a raccoon type of rodent. If you see a raccoon, you're like, oh my God. If you see... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you see a raccoon, you're like, okay, we need to get rid of it. You see a squirrel, it's like, all right. Yeah. It's a squirrel. But yeah. no, I'm still saying college campus just because all the, all the... Too many people, too many kids to... I'm definitely going to clip this. I'm this car, crash. I mean, I guess there's no cars that are, if you find yourself on the, on the roll, like roller coaster tracks in the middle of the night, taking mm-hmm. a nice squirrely, squirrely night's rest and you wake up and the ride's running, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What do you, uh, what do you guys you think? Fall down to the net. You fall down to the net. They'll be fine if they fall in the net. <laughs> They're like cats. They out of that without, They're like cats. Man Taylor coming out and beating your ass. <laughs> I, I like three and four. I, I think. I yeah. Know, this, I think, that's what I, think, I thought. I thought city and suburb might you might switch. I think rural might be underrated a little bit. There's wow. so many trees. You, they just so you're trees. like if you're a squirrel, you're that's just a, literally your natural habitat. Yeah, you fake it's your natural habitat until you get shot out of the tree by someone with a BB gun. Or no, you get no fucking talons squirrels. in your back by, oh, by dude, a giant. Squirrels are a delicacy in the south, every bro. Every ten miles in rural areas, they might dude, get yeah, but there's no animals. Squirrels love, or don't, people love squirrels. Like down south, they eat squirrels, and then they're gonna probably get eaten by other little critters out there. Like it's still, it's still a hard life. Like you're literally collecting food for your entire life. That's your life. You're a working man. This so is a cast. I think system. my backyard has housed two hundred squirrels in my lifetime, and they're fine. They thrive back there. <laughs> yeah, that's a suburban well, squirrel. That's a suburban squirrel. That's we're not talking. You're not talking rural here. You're talking the suburban squirrel. Yeah, and I have two trees in my backyard. Rural areas have way more trees than that. Mm-hmm. But you're not. I'm saying the rural people will probably hunt. You won't hunt. Well, I think. Yeah, rural but what I'm saying is that there's more kids tree. in my neighborhood that will hunt squirrels this year than there are in like a town in Kansas. Because okay, let's say, okay, this is this is sparked quite a debate. This is getting very contentious. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put. Okay, everyone, at the end of this, give me. Your list, like, I will text me in the group chat your top five list of the squirrels, and I'm gonna put each of our things on Twitter. I'll make a little picture document, if, whatever. If I think of a different type of squirrel, can I add that in? Like, if I if I sure, come I up with a squirrel, like yeah. I, I think, think oh, we for left this one out. I was trying to stick to the five cast system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, I'll just put it in as I'll write like honorable mention squirrel. Yeah, do honorable mention squirrels. Okay, but stay, the cast system has to be five. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm probably gonna stick with the five we came up with. Okay, I might flip the city and suburb thing. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a a picture for us. I'm gonna post it on Twitter, and we'll get some feedback from everybody because this is the park. We were right. This caused a great debate. We yeah. we think about this yesterday, and we were like, this is this is a conversation starter. The squirrel debate. 
The caste system. by my guns. Um, yeah, it's a caste system. You the working class squirrel, and then you have the squirrels <laughs> that don't have to do anything. You want to be the amusement park squirrel or the college campus squirrel that doesn't have to work. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to do anything. The rural squirrel has to work too much, and they don't get they don't get appreciated enough. They just get, they just die. But anyway, anyway, we'll get off that topic. I guess we'll touch on. Uh, <laughs> How do you know they die? Because I see them get shot all the time. And like, uh, have you ever watched Duck Dynasty? They used to shoot those squirrels all the time down in the south. No, I don't watch that fucking show. I mean, it hasn't been on the air for years. But I remember they used to shoot. <laughs> they used to shoot like the squirrels right out of the I had no idea. You've brought to attention something completely new to me, yeah. which is squirrel people eating squirrels. Oh, they, oh yeah. I don't know if people eat squirrels. squirrels yeah, they do. Yeah. And I've seen it, dude. I remember when I was a kid, I see this like squirrels, Duck Dynasty people, and I was like, "These guys eat squirrels." I was like, "Damn, I wonder what that would taste like." And I always um, been tempted. I want to, I want to try squirrel. I want to try. Well, I rescind that. my previous statements. I don't think like, the rules uh, a good spot then if they're just getting mowed down. And they get mowed down, dude, quick. They get the BB guns. I'm telling you, and they just shoot up in the trees, and they just they fall right out, and they cook them up for dinner. And they have squirrel. They have, well, like yeah, like, but there's so many more. Them. There's so many more squirrels per capita. Oh, per capita yeah. down there. That is a fact. So of course more are going to get killed. If I, take the percentage. I, I do. Listen, I haven't looked up <laughs> the per capita number. I, I can't. I can't verify hey, that claim. Hey, um, think of it this way. It's kind of the reverse because you know you're thinking of a city, but um, there's more squir- There's more people in the city, but there's also more poor people in the city. Where are we going with? Oh, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not following that. You're saying, you're saying bigger population, good. Yeah. Bigger population, not always good. Bigger oh. population leads oh. to more. Uh, okay, I poverty. see. I got um, you. I see what you're saying. In most cases. I what, okay, I, I've, I got you back on track here. All right. Well, there's poverty the squirrels in the rural areas that you don't know about. There's so many trees. Um, that's what I'm saying. They, like, they probably don't even have to leave their goddamn tree. Like, if they find a giant tree, they can probably yeah, they gotta, no, they gotta fight that, for that tree. They get their nuts that and berries. That tree's probably been passed down for generations of squirrels. <laughs> oh, God. You ever see a squirrel fight? It's vicious. I've seen it, but, I mean, I don't know, man. I think. What, what do you think? What, what squirrel's the best here? I don't know. Rural's climbing into the top. I would go college campus and then amusement park. And then, okay. I mean, I'd still keep rural at the, but the thing is, but I think you guys are making it out to, like – to be like way harder for rural squirrels than it is. Yeah. Much harder for them nuts. compared to the other squirrels, for sure. It, I, I think it might be harder for us. See, we're squirrel. thinking we're all. I'm also. It's also tough for me because I when I thought of the college campus squirrel, I thought of Temple squirrels, and Temple, of mm. course, is right in a city. So I all like I'm like, oh, yeah. well, they also do. But really, if you were on a regular college, not regular college campus, a more suburban college campus i guess where it's not right in the city that's probably a lot safer for the squirrels i think being a penn state squirrel is probably the penn state popular. squirrel yeah, yeah. Penn State squirrel they might have their popular. natural habitat but then they can just rummage up for the scraps yeah. after tailgates and whatnot that might be a good it's essentially an amusement park squirrel <laughs> <laughs> there's no, right. no, no. Uh, I'm gonna get on. We could go on all. We could go on all night. We could go on all night about this squirrel conversation. We must be talking about it for ten minutes at this point. But uh, big news for our our gaming. We are not on Battle Royale on Call of Duty Warzone anymore. We have transitioned over to multiplayer. And some games it gets very impossible, totally impossible. Zabby's shaking his head, dude. I. My KD right now is like a point nine four or something. I'm determined to get it above one. And once I get above one, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start streaming consistently. Because I, I was thinking, like, streaming Warzone, like, the Battle Royale is really boring. Especially for us, because we're, like, we're not that, like, I'm not that good. Yeah, unless you're, like, really sick. Yeah. But uh, the multiplayer is so much action. So much action. You guys, whoever's listening, tune into the stream when we tweet it out. Because we're, we're about to be all about that action on Warzone in a couple, in a week, we're going to be pretty good. What do you think, Pat? What were you saying? You're right. I cut you off there, I think. Um. <sighs> I think you got to have a little bit of both, a little a bit of Warzone, zone. yeah, a little, a little bit of the uh, the other one, because otherwise you just get sick. Like you get sick and tired of dying right away, and like in Warzone, not right away, but like I know what you're dying saying. without getting any kills in Warzone. But then like you play you play regular multiplayer, and you could also get like you just get destroyed by some teams. So there's oh. fucking Harriers coming in, if and AC one thirty coming in, and you're just it's like. Once you once you start losing bad in Modern Warfare regular, it just keeps coming. Like there's no yep. stopping it. Like because because once mm-hmm. they get their kill streaks, 
they're on stop. They're gods. I've been rocking the MP5 though. MP5 is sick on like, running that game. If I join a game late, I know I'm in trouble because that means people had quit, and I filled in their I filled in their spots in the lobby. Once I get in one of them, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a tough lobby for me. And then I play it out for like one or two games, and then I end up just leaving the lobby anyway. <laughs> but anyway, boys, anything else we have to talk about today? I think we covered our sports topics. We had a fantastic squirrel conversation. I'm a, this is nuts. Pun intended right there. Oh, nuts conversation. Oh, nuts conversation. I'm not sure what was cringier, the nuts comment there or me singing happy birthday to, uh, me singing happy birthday to Kyle. <laughs> But anyway, another episode down. I think we're ten episodes in now. We've hit the we've hit the double digits. Making progress, boys. It feels like this feels like we're flying by here. Ten episodes in now. Coming perfectly natural. I'm not sure if you guys want to say anything else. We've said what we've said. I'm gonna call it quits for this episode. I'm gonna hop on Warzone, rank up some guns, practice my skills, and I'm gonna start streaming pretty soon. Start oh. But remember how I said it a couple weeks ago I was going to start working out? Yes. And I haven't started working out. I made a promise. Tomorrow, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to start. I've started competing with people on my Apple Watch again, and, and now I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to keep everyone updated with my with my strength strength and conditioning program. But anyway, I'm calling it quits. I'm hopping on Warzone if you boys want to hop on. Everyone listening, thanks for tuning in to Episode 10 of Cellar Dwellers. We will see you guys next week. Peace. See you.